Welcome to the Strategic Planning Podcast with financial coach Mike Flanders. With more than 40 years of experience in the financial services industry, Mike knows the X's and O's that'll help you achieve your financial goals. It's time for the Strategic Planning Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome into the April edition of Strategic Planning. Thanks for tuning into the podcast with Mike and I as we talk investing, finance, and retirement with your financial coach at Strategic Planning Corporation, Mike Flanders. We're going to talk about murky issues that make it uh, harder in retirement planning to get some of these things done that we need to. And there's certainly a lot of murkiness going on out there in the world right now. Mike, what's going on, my friend? How you doing? Well, that uh, topic makes me think of a book I just finished reading oh, yeah? by Ted Decker uh, called Showdown and about this little town where uh, some people were uh, kind of playing with these people as puppets and, and trying to influence them through writing in these secret books and all this kind of <laughs> stuff. It was kind of interesting, but it was overcast and dark and murky, you know, and all that stuff. So I, I, that's that's funny that this is the topic right. today. So. Trying to influence people. Hmm, sounds like social media. It through, does. Through their it? writings. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I guess I shouldn't go there, though. That's a whole other can of worms. Um, so listen, Mike, on this edition of the podcast, I've got uh, this article from the USA Today that came out a little while back, and I'll give out some information here. We'll, we'll also link it to the show notes that points out three murky issues that increase retirement planning's degree of difficulty. And so we'll see if you agree with it and we'll let you kind of um, talk about some other points if you have on that. We'll kind of break it down a little bit. And basically, I kind of want to you know share this um, couple of key points. It was written by Christy Bieber, who is the is an author at The Motley Fool. A lot of people like to check out that site as well for financial and other information. Uh, Christy based her findings on the three murky issues from a report from the IRI, which is the Insured Retirement Institute. It surveyed a bunch of adults about their readiness for the latter years in life and found that millions of Americans are lacking some basic knowledge to achieve a successful retirement. So that's what we're going to talk about this week. So let's get into murky issue number one, the takeaway number Mm -hmm. one. Mike, it said Americans are confused about how much income growth that we need to offset inflation. Now, we should caveat this by saying this was done with regular inflation in mind, not the current, you know, 7.9% we're dealing with. Mm -hmm. Right. So we're confused about like, how, how do we, if I need $5,000 and I retire tomorrow, Mike, I still need $5,000 10 years from now is what a lot of people think. Oh, yes. Right. You, you know, and I think intuitively people know in the back of their mind that it really is a different number because, you know, they think about things like, well, when I was younger, a stamp cost, <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, whatever. Yeah. And now it's 58 cents, I think. But I can still afford it. Like, yeah, there's certain things where we yes. gas, right? We look at gas and we go, oh, man, $1.99, you know, I'd love for that. You know, and then we go right. 409 it's killing me. You yeah. Know. In fact, that's funny. I, I was filling up this past week at 419 yeah. uh, on average. And I ran through a shell station the other day up in Oak Ridge, North Carolina, that was 399. I said, Oh my goodness, I need to go. I got to top so off put some yeah. of this cheap stuff in it. Yeah. I know. It's <laughs> so, insane. So, but we do, we, we get really kind of confused about do. how inflation is going to eat away. It's that silent thief to our retirement plan. Well, and the, the thing you just said was really interesting. You know, yeah, I, but I can afford it. So it's not like it's gotten out of reach, but think about yeah, why true. we can afford it. It's because we're still getting a paycheck and our mm-hmm. pay is probably tended to keep up with inflation. Right. So it's like, you know, the proverbial Big Mac, you know, will cost $500 when I get ready to retire. But the income you're making as you come up to that retirement point will be such that it likely is 
impacts you the same way as uh, whatever it is now, $5 Big Mac. That better now. be a heck of a Big Mac is all I'm Yeah, it's got to be a, a good Big Mac. That's right. I mean, it's it's, it's really special really, sauce. really, really good. That's got to be some <laughs> serious special sauce. That's right. Anyway, go ahead. But the, the, the point is, though, that when you do get to that point that you're going to retire, you're saying, I'm, I'm going to stop working or I'm going to cut back. Well, you know, now you don't have something that is tied directly to inflation in terms of wages and, and wages help drive inflation. So, I mean, that's why they can tend to kind of stay in sync with each other. Now you're talking about money that's invested and you're not adding to it possibly. Mm, okay. you, know, you, might, yeah. you might be, but I mean, let's just say you're not. And, and you're actually going to start using it. You're going to start drawing out of that pot of money. And so inflation now becomes a real issue that you need to deal with. And so, yeah, I think a, a, a good number of people we just don't think about that, um, you know. And oh, for so sure. I have discussion with people about, you know, what kind of assumption do we want to make mm-hmm. for how we need to plan for inflation to impact your need for income down the road? And, you know, you can look at uh, three, three and a half has kind of been a long term average. Uh, uh, maybe over the last 40, 50 years, it's been like four and a quarter has been the average. And we've had some really low years of inflation. Uh, of late. Oh, sure. Until this last year, you mm-hmm. know, and, and over the last 12 months or so, we've seen inflation pop back up to some numbers that we saw back uh, pre Reagan. Yep. Um, you know, so, uh, and, and of course, you know, it was even worse at times back then. It was in double digits. On the well, there's, there's talk we're going to be in double digits before this year ends at the rate that it's there going. is talk so, of it. And we'll, we'll see. We'll but, see. Um, we we tend not to to dwell on that because it feels like something that's outside of our control. But also to your comment, I love it. Is it, we're we tend to be able to handle it right now. So why do we have to think about it differently yeah. later? Well, to that point, the IRI that uh, insured Retirement Institute showed that just twenty six percent of workers could correctly identify the level of income growth they need in retirement to offset that inflation over time. So I said that $5,000 analogy. Well, if you if you need $5,000 to live on, that's your expenses going into retirement, let's say today. Well, 15 years from now, it's going to be more like 10 grand, right? It doubles, or I yeah. think it's 20 years technically, but either way, it's going to increase, right? So you've got to be aware of it and you've got to be planning for it. And if you're doing it on your own, you may not be taking that into account. So definitely working with a professional and an advisor, they're going to be taking into account uh, inflation. So that was murky yeah. issue number one. You know, the rule of 72 uh, is instructive here. You know, if you take what you expect inflation to be, mm-hmm. uh, say if it's, uh, now I'm going to really make a mistake or <laughs> I can't divide by, but say if we think it's uh, 3%, mm-hmm. okay? Well, then we know that if you divide that number into 72, that's 24, I think. <laughs> and uh, so it's going to take 24 years for something at an average 3% inflation rate to double in price. Right. So if it's four or it's four six, and a half. Now yeah. it's 12 years. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. So yeah. you get the idea. Yeah. So at 6%, that's a great point. Uh, that now comes down to 12 years and it's going to cost you double what it cost you to live before. So again, a, definitely a murky issue. Obviously, mm-hmm. we hopefully don't say you know see 6% uh, inflation for a long period of time. Right. right. But still, it's something to make sure you're pondering. So 
Murky issue number two, Mike. Most folks don't know how much Social Security will provide. And I'll just go ahead and toss this out there with it. Less than half, 42% of Americans, again in the survey by the IRI, can correctly identify the average SS benefit. Less than half of people. And SS, your benefit can be pretty hefty. I mean, it's a big chunk of people's retirement. Yeah, you know, I hear uh, folks, I ask them if they have... um uh, their social security statements so that we can, uh, you know, use that in our planning. You know, a lot of times I'll hear, well, you know, they used to mail that to me. I haven't seen one in a while. Well, they <laughs> stopped mailing them some years ago. You got to go online yeah. and set up a, my social security account at SSA.gov. Mm-hmm. And um, so, you know, they, they, you can pull it. Most people haven't done that sort of thing until prompted. Um, yeah, I think so, they phased those out during the Obama administration. It may have been. I'm yeah. not sure when that happened, but it's been it's been a few years now. Yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, there is uh, that tendency to, you know, it's just not there. We don't think about it that much. Occasionally you might see it on your pay stub, but they disguise it by calling it FICA instead of Social Security. Uh, but uh, anyway, you know, it, it is something that I think there is a misconception of. I think people think it's going to be a bigger percentage of their income right. uh, that they'll need to spend during retirement than what it might actually be. Uh, also, uh, there's the misconception about, you know, uh, 62, I can start taking it, you know, and uh, maybe, that maybe be, that's fine for you, but maybe it's not. It might be, yeah. but you know, without any uh, consideration of it and, and analysis of what it's going to do to you in conjunction with other things you've got. Yeah. You know, you just, you need to do a little bit of uh, looking into it and not just assume that it's going to be good and it's yeah. going to take care of you. And, and many of us that we overestimate it too, which adds, mm-hmm. you know, kind of uh, compounds onto the problem. So you right. want to make sure that you're doing that social security maximization. You're running mm-hmm. those numbers to find out when is the most optimal time for us to time. kick it. Yep. To kick it on. Right. Uh, do you know? Does sixty-two make sense? What's the break-even point for me? Uh, should I go to sixty-six or sixty-seven, whatever your full retirement age is, or you know maybe even to seventy, depending on kind of what kind of shape you're in? And then taking into account the whole couple strategy as well. So lots of different mm. ways to take a look at that right. when you're talking about that murkiness of what to do. Uh, murky yeah. issue number three, Mike, was the withdrawal rates. Uh, this one definitely is cloudy for people. So many find it, it a mystery as to how much we should take out. Most of us, are, I think a little, if we're getting close to retirement, we're probably vaguely familiar with the 4% rule. We've heard it mm-hmm. enough to realize, oh, okay, if I got a million bucks, I can take 4% out a year. That's 40 grand and I am groovy. Well, mm-hmm. not necessarily. Yeah, there's there's been some other uh, looking into uh, different ways money comes out of accounts and uh, you know, considering uh, the variance uh, in rates of return, you know, you might make an assumption that during retirement, I'm going to make 6% on average. Right. Well, 6% on average could be positive 26, negative 15, you know, or it could be something that's a little closer to that mm-hmm. six on average, just depending on how you structured your investments for volatility. Right. And um, so, you know, when you, when you think about it, a, a number that, um, has, has kind of come uh, into being is not a number itself. It's, it's a factor where they say, take your age, divide by uh, 20, and that's the percentage rate you should consider taking out uh, of your account at that time. So what it ends up doing is the same as gradually increasing the percentage. So you start out slower. Yeah. And, and I like that, you know, it's sort of like easing into retirement. You're coming out of earning your earning years. And so, you know, just kind of take it easy. Now, some people would push back and say, well, wait a minute. I don't want to take all my money out when I'm older and I can't travel because I don't feel good. I'm sick or whatever. I want to enjoy it now. 
if you plan for it, you can do that, right? Uh, but again, the, that um, 20 divided by 20. So if you're 60, you're going to take 3%. If you're 70, 3.5, 84%. Okay, so now you're at that safe rate quote that's been out there for many years of 4%. Uh, but you can see what's happening. Well, why, why is it that that tends to work a little better in terms of preserving the assets so that you have them uh, throughout your lifetime. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it's it's because you're, you're you don't have as long to be taking out that higher rate as you wait later in, in life to start taking out a higher rate. Right. So right. you're not hitting the account as hard. Plus, you left that extra excess amount in the account to grow and compound prior years, and that helps offset the higher d- distribution rates later. Um, That's a great point. We we do want to uh, do some things, you know, particularly when we stop working because we might feel like, gee, I don't want to just sit down and, and rust out and die. Uh, I want to be active. I want to do some things. And um, so, you know, just planning for that sort of thing and um, uh, maybe thinking in terms of, well, if I want to do some extra stuff and I don't want to really hit my account hard, maybe I just do some part-time work to earn a little bit to do those extra things I want to do right now. There's a, a lot of ways to quote, skin the cat. So yeah, exactly. You know. And that goes right to your thing, your, this, uh, this study as well, because it did find that IRI found that half of Americans really weren't sure what they could take out of the accounts at that safe rate. And if right. we use that, that 4% million dollar, you know, back of the napkin thing that I just did. And that's in to assuming that that's an account that's all yours. But a lot of times yeah. what happens is it's not right. You still owe uncle Sam. So that million bucks might be in your, you know, your IRA or your 401k. And guess what? You got more like 700,000. Very good so, point. Yeah. Now, now exactly. you're pulling 4%. Guess what? It's no longer 40,000. It's more like, what is that? Like 30, 32 and some change or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, something like that. and that can make a huge difference. And, and if you're taking too much early or later, so there's just a lot of that murkiness. And again, to that point of this article mm-hmm. that uh, people find, the struggle with. And that's why you want to sit down with a professional and and go through a good strategy uh, and figure out the ways it's going to be the most beneficial for your unique situation because everybody's a little bit different. Anything else that you, you might have put on this list, Mike, that she didn't put on these uh, top three murky issues? You know, nothing comes to mind offhand, but just one thing that I, I thought about that uh, I heard somebody say mm-hmm. uh, in the last year or so is, you know, hey, we got a good year in the market we can take a little extra out here because of the good year. Right. And uh, I mean, my, my counter argument was, so when we have a down year, you're going to take a little less. Out. <laughs> yeah. You're going to lower uh, your cost, your style of living. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, you know, the, the point being is the good years are there to help bolster the account for the bad years that are going to happen. Right. Uh, it's not a bed of roses and it's not 8%, 8%, 8% year after year after year. It's going to vary. So you let those good years help rebuild and, and and replenish the account and prepare you for the bad years so that you continue to grow at a good steady rate to offset inflation, build your wealth, and, and have the ability to make reasonable withdrawals when you get ready to use the money. There you go. And that sounds like a good way to clear up some of that murkiness. So thanks for hanging out with us here on the podcast. We'll put a link to that article in the show notes as well. And don't forget to subscribe to us uh, on Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Stitcher, whatever platform you use for podcasting. Uh, you probably already have one of these apps on your phone already. If you're a Google user, Google Podcasts is there. I guess that's Android. If you're an Apple user, Apple Podcasts is on there. You can type strategic planning in 
into the search box of one of those apps and find it that way. You can also just go to Mike's website. There's a lot of good tools, tips, and resources, and you can subscribe to the podcast through the website at spcinvesting.com. That's spcinvesting.com. You can download it, check out past episodes, as well as get uh, information on future episodes. And of course, as always, if you need some help, turn to a professional like Mike. He's been doing this for 40-plus years. He's a financial coach at Strategic Planning Corporation. You can reach out and call him and have a conversation, which you should do before you take any action. Mike, thanks for hanging out with me, my friend. I appreciate you. And uh, tax you know, tax day is right around the corner, so we'll be talking it shortly. And we'll be talking after that the next time. So hope you have a great Sounds week. Good. Yeah, I hope you do too, Mark. Thank you very much, everyone. And we'll see you next time right here on Strategic Planning with Mike Flanders. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.